I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Sponsored by Treeball Soft Mints. Absolute Radio. Welcome to Not The Weekend Podcast. This is Frank Skinner for Absolute Radio with Gareth and Emily. Hello. Hi, Frank. Oh, that's it. We're off. Oh, yeah. And um, we're here to entertain you. You may be in a desert in... um, Where do they have deserts? Somalia, you might Mm. be in there. You might be in the armed forces. You might be um, just foreign legion. Oh, yeah. I like an armed forces, Frank. Find me a nice armed forces. Oh, Lovely. No, we don't want that. <laughs> don't, they're, don't away. they're away all the time. Perfect. Perfecto. No, no. <laughs> I think you've lived alone long enough. We need to find you a home bird or sit in and look after you and watch, you know, DVDs oh, at night and stuff like that. Maybe you're right. Put you a hot water bottle in. A retired colonel, that'd do the job. That'd be no, just the ticket. Not a retired colonel, because they're all called sabanging and bald as beer stick, aren't they? You know what I mean? It's too much. You don't want you don't want that in your driving license. Okay. <laughs> you don't want a driving license that you can't fit in your glove compartment because the name's too long. That's what I always say. Well, I say always. True. I've said it. Actually, that was the first time I've ever said it. Mm, really Probably good. the last. Um, Frank, we've had some emails and texts in. Well, that's good because if we didn't have emails and texts, what on earth would we find to converse about? Well, do you remember? It actually wasn't our last show. It was the show before. That's how retro these guys are going. Um, It was a response to that show where you were asking people to text in with their bad celebrity meetings or just any celebrity encounters. Oh, that show. That show. Like that dress. (laughs) It's that show with the the safety pins in it that I went to... uh, that premiere with Hugh Grant. Exactly. That show, I remember it. And you did challenge people to come up with a negative story about meeting you. I did, yes. But none came through on the show. No. What but. do you mean by that? I don't like your tone. But. None came through on the show. Yeah, exactly. I, I gathered <laughs> However, that. or did it? Or did it? Is this going to be from my ex-wife? No. <laughs> okay. Dear Frank, Emily and Gareth, after listening to last week's... I'm, po- liking, I'm liking the billing, at least. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, might I be the first to reign on the Frank was so nice to me parade? <laughs> oh, and probe the inner black of his Dalek. Yeah, I should explain. I was talking about the Charlie uh, Sheen thing last week, and um, I said that I think that Charlie Sheen. <laughs> oh, Mr. Sheen! Oh, Mr. Sheen! He's not a terrible monster. He's just like every other Hollywood star. In fact, like probably most celebrities, that the inside black horrible thingy that you mm. get inside a Dalek that's mm. what is inside all of them they all think they're superior and, the, and that we're just vermin the Hollywood stars it's just, he's the first one who said he's it that's honest. my theory he's just calling it mm. back in 2004 winning <laughs> back in 2004 oh yes I can bear a grudge I spotted you in the junction in Highbury following a very creditable and very unlikely draw for the Albion against Arsenal I remember that game hmm I was with a bunch of mates, and upon clapping eyes on you, I drunkenly hollered, Way, Frankie! Mm. You returned the compliment with a withering half-smile. Hold up. What compliment? <laughs> Since when has Way, Frankie, been a compliment? What am I supposed to say? Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> yes, I just bought it. It doesn't mean anything. Oh, you're too kind. Um, 
a withering half smile and scuttled briskly away. More mm. like some Birmingham cockroach. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Had you been wearing a gabardine mac that day, I'm sure you would have turned up your collar at this point. Uh, I think I scuttled. Well, obviously, let me get rid of this. Are people listening to this, are they thinking, oh, what? They went up to him and went, <laughs> and he didn't sit with them and break bread. What kind of monster is he? I think most people would have thought, oh, no. Yeah. I mean, I was sort I say he got a half smile. Well, oddly, Frank, I remembered this because I was in that pub on that day. <gasps> I was in Georgia. I should explain. There was a there was a it's a, 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 a recitation that was in the American charts mm. called um, a deck of cards by uh, I think it was um, Wink Martindale. Oh. And what happens is a, a man sees a, a soldier in church with with a deck of playing cards, and he's outraged that he has playing cards in church. And then the guy explains um, that they all represent, like, when I see the ace, I think that there's one god, and when I see the three, I think of the, you know... Actually, he says, when I see the tray, is what he actually says. Mm-hmm. When I see the tray, I think of the trinity. Mm-hmm. When was it called the tray? Anyway, Max Bygraves did a cover... Of it, you know Max Bygraves. Oh yeah, one of my favourites. When I see the tray, I think of the <laughs> Trinity. It was like that. <laughs> but at the end of this thing, say. at the end of the song, Hank Wink Martindale says, "Not Hank Wink Martindale says, uh, and I know I was that soldier, oh. but because um, there's something wrong with um, with um, Max Bygraves' nose or something, he says." <laughs> I know I was that dolger. <laughs> oh no! So ruined. That's where that came from. Max Bygraves always ruined it. And I found. Rela- oh, I love Max Bygraves. Yeah, you're Apparently, quite a fan of his. <laughs> Apparently, Max Bygraves wanted to be buried in two places, which is why he was called Bygraves. Oh, he made it. Oh, oh, he's done a bad murder. He's in- <laughs> <laughs> done a bad murder. Oh, he's done no, a bad murder. He lives in Bournemouth. Doesn't he? he's one of your lot? Is he? Yeah. Is he still alive? Momo. Oh, God, yeah, he's still alive. Wow. Is he one of the Bomo crew? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we hang out. No, he is. You know, he... in the um, exclusive night spots. Anyway, we've gone all by Gravian. I, I'm still in the uh, I'm still in the junction. I'm still in the Noakesian. No, it's my assumption. Steve... I'm, I'm still up the junction. Um, he's called Stephen Noakes, by the way, this guy. Okay. Which makes me think he's nice, because I think of John Noakes, who had a dog, Frank. Do you know what that dog was called? I think you do. What a whole shit? Yeah, <laughs> I remember it well. Um, anyway, Noxy says, despite uh, this, I still enjoy the show, which cheers up a wet February day, delivering cars to Ipswich. Oh, cars to Ipswich? Yeah. Well, are they cars? <laughs> Have they got very, very big tyres, indeed, and go quite slowly? <laughs> That's what they're driving Ipswich, as I oh. understand it. But Frank, I was in that pub that day. I was in that pub. <laughs> yes. Because uh, my um, boyfriend at the time, I remember, was there. And I was with him. And I do remember seeing him. <laughs> but, you see, Frank, the joys of being a civilian, he, Miles Biography, he doesn't know. <laughs> he, I might have been horrible to him. In fact, I probably was. He doesn't know that, does he? No, you're, you're quite right. Mm. But anyway, I'm, I'm, I, mean, I mean, it wasn't that bad, was it, what I did? Whoa, Frankie, I, I yeah. smiled a bit and went away. <laughs> I think that's all right. Yeah. We've had another, we've had another okay. spotting email. Um, Dear Frank, Emily and Gareth, I met Paddy McGuinness a few years back and I was yeah. really looking forward to it. 
<laughs> However, when I met him, so really was, looking forward to it. Oh, yeah, okay. really looking forward to it. <laughs> okay. However, well, he's a lovely bloke. Yeah. No judgment. <laughs> no. But you haven't even met him. He's. he's, I've he's never met oh, him. I've met him. Have you? <laughs> yeah, I have. Oh, that I say no. no I not see like now. that. Yeah, right. I, can, I know that look. <laughs> <laughs> However, when I met him, he was completely uninterested in talking to me. I believe Aww. it was because there were much prettier younger girls waiting behind me in the queue. Oh. Aww. Hold on, what was the queue for? <laughs> Full intercourse? <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was about 25 at the time. Although I may not be at the Emily Dean kind of level. Oh. Well, no, if you're 25, you're, you're 25 years away from that level for a start-up. People are going to think I actually oh am goodness. that old. People oh, do no, think people that. Emily's think that. not zero. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's very nice of her, Frank. Anyway, um, go but on. She says, I'm certainly no elephant man look-alike. I quickly left after taking a photo. Well, if she'd have been an elephant man look-alike, surely Paddy McGuinness would have said, all right, Peter, I didn't know you were coming. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh, oh dear. Wow. It's a joke. You'd be all right with a joke. <laughs> Difficult you? to work yeah. with. Anyway, carry on. Um, I, <laughs> you are. I quickly left after having a photo taken with him. <laughs> a way to storm out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've never been so insulted in my life. Can you just smile? Um, but every time I see the photo, I'm reminded of what a poo face he was. <gasps> oh, oh, my <laughs> yes. God, well, I didn't have a chance to check the absolute language manual. <laughs> poo where, face. Where do we stand I on poo? poo face. Has she still got the photo? Um, I'd like I to see the photo. So. Every, cause she says every time she sees the photo, she, she thinks oh, she of looks, the poo face. It's, framed. it's on the wall, framed. Even was, there, was there a light on in the photo? Because we, you know what? <laughs> oh, you, you're not suggesting that he was thinking deep down in his mind. No lighty, no lighty. That's what I think he was thinking. Oh, what? Well, look, don't feel bad about it, um, Kelly, because I did a, uh, a show that... Re- uh, last week recorded a show with Charlie Brooker on the radio oh, uh, yeah. for radio. I think I've mentioned another. I mentioned radio four. They're not really the posh right. one. Yeah, they're not an obvious rifle of absolute. The poshans. And um, we started the show, and it was you know getting laughs, going lovely, and then about people started leaving. Well, I mean, oh. I can imagine. I mean, I was affronted. Charlie looked proper glum. <laughs> he did. He's, um, I think, uh, his fringe moved about four <laughs> inches to the left as he frowned. Anyway. Oh, no, people are walking out. I'm so unhappy. Never mind, let's put a brave face on it. Let's cheer ourselves up. Don't worry. Is it a Potter advert? <laughs> Something like Johnny Rotten. Anyway. That's a very good Charlie Brooker impression. What I, what I realised... Is that the, the, that Jack Whitehall was supposed to be on the show and he hadn't oh, turned up? So they were all young Jack women Whitehall. that left. Yes. They'd come they, to you see. You know what? They turned up to see mm. the smirking honey. Yeah, exactly. And he wasn't there. Yeah. And it was me and Charlie Brooker, and they left. So, so I know how you feel, Kelly. I've been rejected because of uh, a lack of um, lusciousness and myself. Let's face it, mm. you're no stud muffin. No, I didn't say that. Vicky Bly did. She did. She said I was mm. no. But I think she said no stud muffin, but very funny. And you know what? I'll always settle. For yeah. That. Well, that's good. Jack Whitehall has got uh, the Bride of Frankenstein hair without the streak as well, if you notice that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly the has same. Yeah. Oh, he's a good-looking chap, isn't he? He is. Yeah. Kelly also said, though, that she had a lovely experience meeting you outside of the Albert Hall. Oh, Frank, nice. how could you outside <laughs> the Albert she? Hall? And then later she, um, oh, no, 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 no nothing She like met that. me outside the yes, Albert she Hall. Met, she said... That's quite um, a Victorian groupie outside she, the Albert she Hall. Asked, <laughs> she, she asked for an autograph. She a stage door Johnny. <laughs> 
I was with my mum, and to my embarrassment, she said she, she loves your show. She watches it every week. To which Frank replied, "Oh, you're so you're the one watching. I knew someone was." Oh, oh Frank, you I've always got the big Charmant. one-liner up my sleeve. <laughs> what were we doing at the Albert Hall, dare I ask? Oh, it was the Mavericks. Oh, the Mavericks. Oh, God, was it? Yeah. I shouldn't have asked. You had just <laughs> She's on called me completely. The Mavericks, Frank. I went to see the Mavericks. Oh, I don't know yeah. what that is. Mm. You don't know what the Mavericks are? Mm. If I were to say to you, I want to dance the night away wow. with senoritas <laughs> as they sway. <laughs> I hang around with drunken women is the, is the subtext <laughs> yeah. of that. Do you remember that song? Yeah. I do. Well, that was the Mavericks. I like some of their other songs as well. Um, I'm impressed they got a gig at the Royal Albert Hall. Yeah, it's hard to believe. <laughs> How did they fill that venue? Well, did they? I think it was just me, Kelly and a mum. <laughs> sat in the corner drinking tea. Well, anyway, that's, I think that should be the end of the How Nice Am I section. Well, exactly. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I was, um, I was in quite a posh restaurant. This is, this is not another how nice I am, but mm. Um, mm. I was in quite a posh restaurant the other day with um, with a couple. Are we of talking Pizza Hut? No posher than that. <laughs> it wow. was so posh, Nando's, that Julia Bradbury was oh, on yeah. was Country on another far. table. Yeah, I'm imagining oh. she walked there. Mm. She does the Wayne Wright uh, Wayne Wright mm. walk. Very, you know, nice. So I went over and said hello to her, and uh, I sat down. And I thought, oh, you know, I never really dine out with celebs. There aren't many, you know, hmm. I don't really have many celebrity friends. Is this something I've missed out on in my You've life? Got David Baddiel? Yeah, I know, but I'd like David Baddiel's got about <laughs> forty celebrity <laughs> friends. You know, I'm, I'm a, I think I'm currently thirty sixth in the oh. table. But he's, you know, he just, you know, and it, and it, uh, will I look back on my deathbed and think I should have made more effort and, you know, to to hang around with? Yeah. You know, favourably, off the top of my head. Anyway, so um, I'm thinking this, and then I look across, and there's um, Paloma Faith. Oh, another, yeah, I like her. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, looking incredibly glamorous. Obviously, I have, a, you know, I have a certain grudge against Paloma Faith. You may remember that I got in a, a cab, and the bloke wouldn't let me have, oh, yeah. wouldn't let me eat in there because he said Paloma Faith had been in there the night before in a two thousand pound coat. And what if she came back? And I'd left grease on the chair. That was it. So yeah. she ruined my night retrospectively. Mm. Wow. Um, I'm blaming Paloma Faith for an episode of malnutrition. Yeah. <laughs> Although my girlfriend always says that we, um, I'm giving a lot quite a lot, we were in Argent Provocateur, me and my girlfriend. Oh, oh that was nice of you, Frank. Now, well, you're presuming well, you're, I was oh. actually buying myself... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a, actually it was a tar- tarpaulin harness, <laughs> fairly heavily buckled, um, gripping in the extreme, and uh, and she served us. Paloma Faith worked in there. Did she? Yeah. Oh. And when she got famous, oh, Kat said, "I remember." Yeah. Do you Kat know what said, that is? I remember that woman. Yes. She served us Sorry. in a genre. So become part of an organisation and sort of stir things up. No, he. D- I just want to check. He knows what it is, Frank. Yeah, Grandies. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, I'm thinking, you know, Paloma Faith, it doesn't get much more glamorous than mm. that. And and someone had said to me, did you get papped on the way in? And I said, no. Oh. And they said, oh, I think they're for Paloma Faith. Oh. So um, there was cameras and it was, it was very... Hard. So um, I couldn't see who she was with. Some bloke was sitting talking to her. Mm. And um, as they got up to leave, who was, who was it? Who was the guy? Who was the guy who was big enough 
Was it? Uh, uh, t- to have a... Was it Jon Snow? <laughs> it wasn't Jon Snow. Any other guesses? Um, Patrick Keelty. No. That's a weird guess. No, it was... Uh, oh, so Jon Snow was a reasonable <laughs> guess. <laughs> no, it was Absolute Radio's Jeff Lloyd. It wasn't. Wow. I mean, I couldn't oh. believe he's not even a face for radio. <laughs> but he's out with Paloma Faith. And he'd gone. I didn't get a chance oh. to... Uh, I thought I'd go over and say hello to him, and then well, I'll get, you know, introduced to... Um, well, no, he went... They went to, I mean, don't get me wrong, it didn't look at all romantic, but no. even so, he was still dining with Paloma Faith. Oh, um, you know, I like to think that I'm the kind of... You know, I'm the head honcho on the celeb front on Absolute. Mm. No. You know what I mean? No. When I'm coming in here saying I was out with the Archbishop of Canterbury the other night... I'm more I don't want Jeff Lloyd playing his... Um, <laughs> His Paloma Faith card. <laughs> Different sort of faith. Meeting. Yeah. Um, oh, no. So you didn't the OC, it, you... And the OC with David Tennant and this, David Tennant and that. But, but I thought, you know... You, this, didn't, you I... didn't cut in, though. No. The OC, I te- he trumps all of us with that David Tennant card. Trumps. That's the best one, Yeah, but you can't it? keep playing it. <laughs> can't you? No. And also, once you've had them on the show, it becomes a professional engagement. And what about people you just hang out with? Yeah, like me. Um, I'm happy I've got a good celeb call. Have you? Frank, I was. Um, I had a restaurant incident this week. Mm. Not as happy as yours, I have to say. Mine wasn't that happy. I was bitter. <laughs> well, this is worse than bitter. Oh, dear. I got angry. Very angry. Oh. I went to a new tapas restaurant. I was with my boss. Quite 70s to go out with your boss for dinner, isn't it? It is. Can I say, for those of you who don't know that... You might think that I am Emily's boss. <laughs> How wrong you'd be. <laughs> Emily's the deputy editor of InStyle magazine. Yeah, exactly. So every deputy has an editor. Of course. Even I have a boss. So we had a nice, you know, bit of a working meal. We thought, mm. we'll have a glass of wine, keep us going, as I'm sure you said back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Did you talk Galliano? Uh, we might have. Okay, carry on. That's classified. Mm-hmm. Um, and... As we went in, it was a new restaurant. I hadn't tried it before. It was Galliano, like- you may not know, is is, is one of these um, international languages. It's taken over <laughs> from Esperanto. <laughs> I often go to restaurants there where people speak it. It's um, it's, it sounds a bit like Italian, but not quite. It's um, you need to get those Berlitz tapes. Mm. Um, so Rosetta Stone, that's the one yeah. for me. <laughs> we sounds went- like an old blues singer. Carry on. I won't name and shame it. I won't name it. No, no, don't do that. Let's not take advantage of our no. position. But what worried me was that as a little strap line underneath the name of the restaurant... I, you know, I was going to mention your little strap line. <laughs> it said, a Spanish concept. Now, that worried me. Did it really? Why would you say a Spanish, oh, concept? Spanish concept? I thought it was odd. Mm. Anyway, we sit down. The siesta. The man comes over, order two That's glasses of wine, concept. nothing arrives. Can I do a Spanish accent? Is that allowed? Yeah, yeah okay. Spanish is all right. They're not an oppressed race, are they? Well, you say that. Ten minutes later... After what they did to the, um, Aztecs. <laughs> They've got a nerve now getting all oity-toity yeah. about it. True. Ten minutes later, no wine. Excuse me, can we have the wine? Yes. OK. Ooh. Bit knocky. It was a horse. <laughs> <laughs> they are quite slow. In- You'd think they'd be faster. Yeah. But, um, they had to back into the kitchen. <laughs> Another five minutes passes. No oh, wine. No, Excuse me, could I have my wine, please? By this time, I'm sounding a bit like you in 1987. Right, OK. Yes, OK, it's coming. Oh, what? Wow. Suddenly, he arrives. Two giant goblets. What, just but- hang in there? <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> Filled with Coca-Cola. What? Yes! <laughs> I said, I don't want that. I want wine. So by this time I'm screaming, I want wine. It's not oh, a good look. No. So he, go, he goes off. <laughs> okay, okay. Do you think that's what Mary was like at, with, uh, <laughs> at the wedding with Jesus? <laughs> I don't want water! <laughs> I want wine! Mum, mum, you're making a scene. Mum, you're showing me up. Stop it. So he goes off to, to, to get the wine. Yeah. In the meantime, he brings over some, some Spanish concept food that I've ordered. <laughs> okay. It's a burger. A sort of strange tapasy burger. I'm not sure what's going on, but mm. when I open it, there's a big black hair in it. Oh. I think it was because of the wine. I think he was angry. That's so, the Spanish take on a burger. Well, I yeah. called... <laughs> they're, making it, they're making it their own. I said to him, uh, excuse me, there's... he looked at him and, it's not mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I said, well, it's wow. not mine. Anyway, to cut very long story short... I got so angry. I still didn't have my wine, Frank, at this point. I've got the hairy burger. I've got the goblets full of Coke. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want two goblets and a hairy burger. <laughs> not when I'm, uh, not when I'm out with, with the boss. Well, I mean, you, you know, put you on the spot. So do you know what I did? What happened to the hairy burger? Was it returned? Well, I or? sent it back. I, I say you could have at least... Pl- did you have tweezers? I sent it back. It okay. was good because it meant I didn't have to eat, which is good. So yeah, always a plus. Went over to the bar. I got so cross. I said, "Excuse me, where's the wine?" He's coming. Incredible. Uh, I bet so, it was quite expensive. This place yes. as well. So do you know what? I saw him. He was he was pouring it so slowly. I went behind the bar. Did I got pour, the glasses. Did he pour for four? <laughs> <laughs> I went behind the bar, Frank. You got went the glo- behind yes, the bar. Yes. Yeah. In my clip cloppy heels. Oh, I'd love to have seen that. Got the glasses. Walked over to the table. Poured that wine. Plonked them on the table. I put one down so aggressively, the glass smashed. Wow. <laughs> he came over and went, nobody's perfect, I guess. <gasps> He's brave, man. <laughs> By now you were <laughs> morphing into Pat Butcher, I'm guessing. <laughs> so, yeah, complaint letters have been written, is all I can say. Really? Yeah. Yeah, of course, Frank. No, that's rubbish. Mm. Oh, well, I'm, I'm very sorry to hear that. <laughs> Speaking of smashed glass, I've got an enormous mirror at home. I mean, it's about four foot high. Mm. Massive, big gold ornate frame. Yeah. I mean, it's a big sort of antique piece of furniture. I get a phone call yesterday. It's my girlfriend, Kat. She said, oh, I've done something bad. I said, what have you done? She said, I've broke the mirror. (gasps) I said, not the great big massive one in the big gold frame. You can't. It's so big and sturdy. She said, no, I... I was moving it and I, I stumbled. Oh. I said, oh. I said, well, look, you know, don't worry. I said it was expensive, but we can get another mirror in it and in that, you know, mm. gold frame. She said, oh, no, I've, I've broke the frame wow. as well. Oh. How do you break the frame? How many years bad luck is that? Oh dear! So it's all broken now. Yeah, and I went into the into the room where it, where it was, and it it was as if. There'd been glitter scattered. <laughs> There's little shards of glass throughout oh. the carpet. So I should look forward to going in there oh. when I don't remember <laughs> yeah. and walking out, leaving like blood on the boards as I walk up the. What about that? What about that for a domestic tale? <laughs> You're right. So, Gareth, what about. Well, enough about our lives. Yeah. What about your life? Well, this week I had a, I had a gig. <laughs> <laughs> Thought I'd get in early. <laughs> I, had a, I had a gig in Harrogate. Harrogate? Yeah. Posh, quite posh, Harrogate. Quite posh, surprisingly posh. Yeah, people think Yorkshire, you know, they think, yeah. um, mm. you know, 
clogs and and all that but no no way yeah, no it's nice a spa town um so i to to make the most of the trap because sometimes you go and do gigs places and you don't see the place you don't experience mm. what it has to offer so i booked myself into the turkish baths you've oh. changed <laughs> that's a bit creepy frank <laughs> i don't i just find i'm i'm not being rude but i find it quite creepy that you did why that. Is that why it's i don't a know tourist attraction it's not like a private yeah there are a lot of tourist attractions which aren't very salutary I'm not sorry. in harrogate okay. <laughs> <laughs> there's no it's not like that you don't there are no sex tourists oh, okay. in, in harrogate no goodness well, me, no, no people recommended it i um the gig to the night who before, recommended that people in harrogate had said you should always should go to the. He just went up to people on the street. Okay, you you got off the train <laughs> and someone said, uh, "Excuse me, sir, you should go to um, uh, Turkish bath." I didn't get the train. <laughs> I got the car, so that's why there's no train stories. Oh, um, so anyway, you went to the Turkish bath. Yes. I, I've, the, have I ever been to a Turkish bath? I have, I but that's another story. <laughs> You've been to one. Yeah. I have in Turkey. Did Carry you sit on. in one of those boxes? You know, you sit them in a box with their heads sticking out the top, <laughs> with like a tail around the neck. Those those no, boxes. I, no, I didn't sit in a box. See, I always dream of having that converted into a car, so you could drive around in one of those boxes with just trails of stream coming out from from your neck gap. Brilliant. Mm. You know your neck gap. Yes. Did you do that? No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't do. What that. did you I do? Didn't, I didn't um, convert anything into a car. Well, I booked myself into the Tuesday morning set, which is a mixed session. Mm. You can do. I told you, Frank. No, because I like there's male and female <laughs> sessions, and I didn't like. It says that swimming costumes must be worn for the mixed sessions. Yeah, what well, happens in the male? Yeah, ones. well, exactly. I thought that's okay. the one for me. I don't want. I'm uncomfortable with nudity. I don't know if it's nudity. I think they all squeeze into one costume. <laughs> Not strictly speaking, nudity. And so you went for the one with the ladies. Yes, yeah, okay. I went yeah with the ladies. Mm, make it sound that. like that. Um, there's different rooms. So what it is is it's like there's a steam room mm. that is steamy. There's a there's a plunge pool, and then there's different. A there's vegetarian. three different rooms, the hot rooms, and they get gradually hotter as you go inside. Yes, we know they're not called. They're called a tepidarium, bit, yes. caldarium, and frigidarium. Yes. No, no, I didn't know that. Conium. I know that. I know um, a lot about... Well, isn't that the, the name of the three wise men? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You go and they're separated well, you by curtains. You Turkish back. Sec- separated by curtains. Curtains. So as the deeper you go, the hottest. It's a bit like visiting an elderly relative. It just gets hotter and hotter the deeper in you go. I think we'll, I think we'll rephrase that. <laughs> can we... Uh, visiting think, Can we do that again, please? <laughs> Jeff, can we... What, live, you say? Oh, no. <laughs> yes... Anyway, carry on. Back to the Turkish bath. If we can't keep it clean in a Turkish bath, <laughs> things are getting pretty bad. Oh, so God. a man showed me around, a northern man showed, showed me around. He goes, that's a plunge pool. You can see people smiling in there because it's nice and warm. It's not really, it's very cold. Oh, I see. Um, and then he said, those showers over there, they're nice and hot. Not really, those are really cold, those ones. <laughs> Those oh. ones there, oh. they're really hot. It was a bit of a joke so this I'm one. quite confused. And then he saw her, <laughs> and then Anne Robinson came in, and he said, oh, she's really hot. She's not really, she's intensely cold. <laughs> and you're supposed to have have a shower and yeah. then go into the steam room to start. So I went in the steam room to start with. And in the steam room, there was, you kept, and there was only one place to sit. It was full up of people. Was it really? And it said, be careful of the steam coming out to the left. But there was only one place to sit. And that was, that was right empty, next to the jet, was, the that, steam jet. Well, it was, and I, I sat on it, 
And it was, was that on the jet? Don't well, sit no, on the it, jet. It was, that wasn't it, just it, like... That was you never yet. sit on the jet, Frank. Everyone knows. Page one of Turkish baths. <laughs> they were well, probably boiling a kettle. <laughs> <laughs> but it just looked like a normal seat. It looked like all the other seats. <laughs> so I sat on there. <laughs> it was right on the brink of... What sort of postman sitting in there, steadily <laughs> removing <laughs> postal orders from envelopes with the aid of the steam jet? He brought a whole sack in with him. Did he? Um... <laughs> oh, it's getting worse. <laughs> <laughs> Did you give him a postman pack? <laughs> so, hold on, you're in there. Yeah, and is I it pleasant? It's a pleasant experience, It's, it's it? nice, except in that place, because the seat was incredibly hot. I bet. And... Like, it was right on the brink of unbearably hot, so I could sit... I, you were sitting on it, and then I thought, this is this is really hot. Mm. I don't know if I can... <laughs> no, I'm OK. And then you think, no, it's it's really hot. So I moved, asked someone to move up a bit. Mm-hmm. And the normal seats were fine. I was sat in the hot seat. I see. And oh. um, But then, basically, everyone who came in sat in that exact place. And nobody <laughs> told them. <laughs> Well, every, nobody, every, nobody, because you say nobody, you mean you. Yeah, I Everyone did exactly the same thing of sitting there for a while and going... Yeah, the thing is to get your, your, get your trunks really wet in the cold water thing, isn't it? And then go and mm. sit on the hot seat. Exactly. Then you get prepared in the frigidarium. Steam. Mm. Yeah. But no one did. So I went in the plunge pool, in the steam room, for, and then I went in the plunge pool, mm. which was... And he said the, the one rule of, of the... Spa is that Brian Gobber this man? <laughs> the one rule is in the plunge pool, you have to smile. And it sounds Seriously. like quite a jolly rule, but he said it like, I was quite under pressure to smile. Was he, were you being bullied? I, well, well, that's why I didn't do the men's section, because I'm worried about being bullied <laughs> and I'm worried about nudity. Yeah. And I'm being bullied because of nudity. But yeah, he was quite, well, he was quite harsh about the smiling rule. Um, but you do smile because. It was unbe- It was really cold. Yes, and it's it's a weird thing that you kind of laugh and go ha ha ha, because like you're appalled by how cold it is. The idea that anyone can be that cold, anything can be that cold in the whole world. Yeah, and, and that made you laugh. You la- you smile because otherwise, I think you'd have to get very angry and just scream. <laughs> well, let's hope the listeners listening to this are. In the midst of a <laughs> snow blizzard. <laughs> I think that's our only hope. Um, but it did feel great. I w- went away feeling... Apart from one thing, I made a mistake. What? I, um, I wore contact lenses. Where? In, into the... In your into eyes? Into the Turkish bar In my eyes. Okay. <laughs> into the Turkish bars. Yeah, and they steamed, did they? Shrivel? They shriveled. Did they really? They, they became uncomfortable, and then... I thought I'm going to have to go and take them out, and I had to peel them off my eyeballs. Oh, they, I think they'd slightly melted on. Yeah, I think I badly damaged my eyes. Ah oh, well, <laughs> if you're going to make an omelette. <laughs> well, I don't know where we can go from there. I feel like I, I'm sweating just <laughs> listening to it. I think it was waiting for the punchline. <laughs> Hey, hey, I'll tell you what before we go. Yeah. I'll tell you what was in the uh, in the papers this week. Foreign object in food. <laughs> we haven't done one of them for ages. Did you uh, did you read about it? Yeah. This was um, There's a frog in my fridge. Yeah. <laughs> There's a frog in my fruit. Ardine Taylor. <laughs> There's a frog in my fruit. Ooh, it's the frog of your memory. Ooh. Trust me, it's a song. Um 
Yes, a woman bought, um, what was it she bought? She went to buy some strawberries, yeah. Well, she didn't went to buy them. She bought some strawberries. Mm. She successfully purchased the strawberries. And when she got them home, she said she saw, her name's Donna, Donna Hunt, 32. She thought it was a (laughs) mouldy strawberry at the bottom and she went to get it and it was all slimy and moving about. Well, it said, it said, I think, in the Daily Mail, it said that she found a frog hiding <laughs> in the strawberries. And I thought, probably not hiding. <laughs> Seemed to be giving it a lot of credit, the frog. Yeah. I'm wondering if the people I know are sitting on a, in, a, in a French radio station telling a story about a woman who found a, a strawberry hiding in a box of frogs she had in the fridge. <laughs> so is that possible? You know, hiding. Frank, I don't like the sound of her husband, though. He said he realised straight away that it wasn't native to Britain because it had big pads on its feet. <laughs> well, that sounded a little bit racist. I just something I didn't like about that. No, comment. I think that's all. He obviously hasn't seen absolute radios, Ronnie Wood and his man ogs. <laughs> <laughs> He's as English as they come, and well, I can I can almost hear that padding, like an old landlady in slippers making her way along the corridor oh, in theatrical dear. digs on a Saturday evening. <laughs> that's Ronnie Wood. Rolling Stone. Is he still a Rolling Stone? What? Really, are they still operational? I that's don't... a big... That's this week's phone. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. The softest, mintiest show in town. Sponsored by Tree Bar Soft Mints. Absolute.